one of the things I always emphasize to anyone returning to the sport is just start stretching. Make sure you add in that conditioning. Start with the basics. Like when we do gymnastics as a child in a class setting, you learn on progression. And by learning that progression, your your forward roll, your handstand, your cartwheel, you're building strength. In each of these, it's like algebra, you know what I mean? Like each of these skills really build the strength for the next skill. Hey everyone, I'm Pam Jumdar and you're listening to Better Late, the podcast about adult gymnastics. After a brief hiatus, Better Late is back in production. More things are in the works for the rest of 2021 and 2022. And in the meantime, I'm happy to be back bringing you interviews with some of the most interesting people in the world of adult gymnastics. I recently spoke with Katie Eagle, also known as Farmer Katie, about her Saturn return to gymnastics after 14 years away. She talks about her holistic approach to training, how coaching has made her a better gymnast, and how adult gymnasts can get creative with training and progressing in their skills. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I started at 10, which is quite late compared to most people. I was kind of a natural and progressed at the time when there was United States Gymnastics Federation, or there's also the the USGA. And I was right at the time frame when it went from classes to levels. So I think I just dated myself. I am 43 years old. And so I went from pre-team immediately into level five. And I think I just kind of wanted to fill the levels. So I did it until almost age 15. And I had a career-ending injury of an elbow two weeks after I had also hyperextended both knees. And so it was, my parents were very concerned about my health and well-being as I aged and didn't want any more injuries. So I had to quit gymnastics. And I really never thought I would ever get back into the sport because I had actually hyperextended and dislocated this elbow and was threatened with surgery doing a flyaway full off of bars. Only time I ever got lost in the air. You have that split second. Do I put my hand down and re-injure the elbow or do I, I actually, I didn't even know that. It was like, do I, do I land wrong and re-injure the knees? Cause I'd previously had the knee injury or do I put the hand down and you know, you always are told you're going to break your wrist. And so I thought I'm going to sprain a wrist and it just, elbow took all of that force and uh, that was threatens of surgery. And so I'm very needle phobic. So I did not opt for that. And I took, you know, time off and ended up not being able to return to the sport. Never thought I would be able to until I turned 29. And I called around to a lot of the gyms in the area. I called around to my gym that I participated at as a child. And I was too old. <laughs> like, what was it that compelled you then? I guess that, that was 14 years later. Had you always been thinking about it and trying to get back into it? No, not at all. I hadn't given it an ounce of thought. I did a lot of other sports. I did a lot of yoga. I actually, believe it or not, got into a little bit of running, just trying to keep active. I was a big mountain biker. And then I started dreaming gymnastics. 
And I was dreaming bars and I was doing my giants. I was doing everything. And then I was tumbling in my dreams and I kept having these dreams. And that's why I called around and I had to find a gym. And the I think it probably like four gyms. And everyone said, nope, nope, sorry, insurance ends at 24 in Michigan. And then I had somebody call me back a day later saying, there's a loophole. And I said, well, what is it? <laughs> and she said, if you coach, you can work out for free whenever you would like. And I said, well, as long as you let the owner know that I am purely doing this so I can work out, I have zero interest in coaching. I'll, I will coach a class. And that was, um, early 2000s, I think, I don't remember the exact date, but I was, I was 29 and I've been in gymnastics since. Wow. That is, that is fascinating that you started dreaming about gymnastics again, kind of like out of the blue. There is this thing called Saturn return. So I was told of this after the fact and from one of my holistic practitioners. And he's like, oh yeah, well, that's totally normal because when you are, you know, kind of like 29 to 31, you're, the solar system is in the same alignment as when you were a child. And so, you know, around 30, 60, 90, you will experience these Saturn returns and want to do those things that like you had unfinished or brought you joy. So I, I hunted down a gym. <laughs> that's, that's really fascinating. I I've heard of Saturn return, but I didn't realize how specific I thought. I thought that it was just different for everybody. But now that you mentioned it, I think around 30, I also, I mean, I, I never stopped wanting to do it. I tried to find a gym like pretty much every year, but at 30, I did you know, I did restart again, probably for like the gazillionth time. So that's fascinating. <laughs> so are you still coaching today? Like how has your years of coaching affected how you do gymnastics or vice versa? I am not on anyone's payroll at the present time, but I am like pseudo coaching a bunch of adult gymnasts right now at uh, GOB Gymnastics in Ortonville, Michigan. And I tell them, I, I kind of run it like a class. If you want to join it, join it. If you don't do your own thing, have fun. You know, we're all here to have fun and play. And so I, being a coach for, you know, at that one gym, uh, it definitely improved my gymnastics a ton. So I am much more aware of form. My form is actually better as an adult than when I was a child. And which is good because I remember my coach saying a, a semi truck could drive between your legs and those back handsprings, you know, like it's like squeeze your body. <laughs> oh my <God>. <laughs> so my form has improved and you definitely, once you start coaching, you can't not coach, you know, like, like squeeze squeeze this point that put your arms at your ears, you know, so there's always these little tweaks. And what I found is that in an adult setting, there are few places that actually have classes. 
And so most of the other adults really appreciate the feedback and they, they want that structure. So they want that coaching advice as well. And, and they appreciate it. When you say that you've improved as an adult, as it goes, as it speaks to form, do you think that's because you have just repeated it so much to your students or is it something else such as now you're aware of how like conditioning can help form? Um, no, I honestly think it's because I'm a very visual person. And when I coach and when I watch gymnastics, like, honestly, it hurts my brain when someone bends their knees and it's kind of like, like it happened last night where we're on bars and one of the other adults, she bent her knees in her glide. And I was like, no. And subconsciously she heard my voice and let go of the bar. So it's kind of like, like I can't, I, and I like stopped talking because I, I saw that I, I was going to say, no, straighten your knees. And, you know, so <laughs> I try to be more aware of my coaching. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I can definitely see how that would, you know, it, it sounds like it's like seeped into your subconscious at this, this point. So naturally it's going to affect how you do gymnastics. When you first returned to the sport at 29 and were coaching, how many hours a week were you training or taking classes and how, you know, what was the process like of getting back in into shape? Because being in shape as a normal, healthy human adult is very different from then having to do a sport like gymnastics. Like you could do so many other sports recreationally as an adult and not have to change a thing about, you know, how you're conditioned or your nutrition. Yes, 100% agree. Um, and there are very few sports other than gymnastics that work the grip strength. So one of the things that I noticed when I got back into it was that my prior muscle memory from all of the repetitions I had done as a child were completely still with me. And I, and all the visualization you do, you're still stimulating those muscles. And when you go into the gym and you try to do that pullover, you try to do that tip, you try to do that back handspring, your body totally remembers how to do it. But whether you're strong enough to do it or not is completely like it's not there. I mean, depending on how you've been working out. And one of the things I always emphasize to anyone returning to the sport is that just start stretching, start with, make sure you add in that conditioning, start with the basics. Like when we do gymnastics as a child in a class setting, you learn on progression. And by learning that progression, you're your forward roll, your handstand, your cartwheel, you're building strength in each of these. It's like algebra, you know what I mean? Like each of these skills really build the strength for the next skill. And so even though we all want to go in there and be like, I used to do round up back handsprick back tucks or whatever it was, or I can't wait to throw a, you know, back tuck off the balance beam or, you know, your body knows, your brain knows, your fear level, you know, could be there or it could not be there. So you really have to focus on rebuilding that strength, rebuilding that flexibility, 
And until you're, you know, really sure of yourself and you're adding those basics back in, you have to build that strength. I can't emphasize that enough. Like the conditioning, and, and that's why I actually joined a team in like, the, so the first gym I joined as an adult, we did do a competition. Um, we did through AAU, the Junior Olympics in Virginia Beach. And in my adult gymnastics camp shirt right now in honor of Gina. Hi, Gina, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> her and I, we had met at other meets, but we really connected at that meet. And Gina is who founded Adult Gymnastics, Just Like Fine Wine. It is a Facebook group. I am a moderator there. I had also started a Michigan gymnastics group and then consolidated that with Gina's really just to keep a, you know, conserve effort and focused in one area. And, you know, I feel strength in numbers. And so I really wanted to support like one online community where people can go for resources. So Gina puts on adult gymnastics camp like twice a year. It's amazing to be in the gym with so many like-minded individuals that love the sport. So if you're interested, definitely a bucket list thing. I drive from Michigan to New Hampshire to do that. So it is wonderful and just lifelong friends. It's great community. I completely agree because having really done very limited gymnastics as a kid where I felt supported and that I had the potential where they paid attention to me and then training with the kids as an adult. Again, I, I got, I was able to learn, but I put quotes around learn cause I'm not sure I learned really like, um, you know, I was always missing warmups because I came straight from my full-time job, which I had to leave. Oh, sure. I had to leave 15 minutes early and like, kind of like, like change in the locker, like in the bathroom of my, of my workplace now, like knowing how limited the options are. I mean, you're absolutely right. Like there's absolutely nothing that can replace, even if you're working on different skills and different levels, so to speak, like it's so different. Even just having one person who's also an adult and can understand the many frustrations of lack of access or limited coaching time. It's all just an open gym format. So you can't, uh, you can't really learn new things. It's the community is so important. Like without community, adult gymnastics is really impossible. I, I, I agree. And one of another aspect is I have been extremely fortunate that the gyms that I've worked out, out at have invited me on the team. So in a team setting where I am literally now to the point where I am older than the mothers, like all of them, it's, <laughs> it's really nice to have another adult to work out with. So mm-hmm. I had a wonderful friend that I had made over all the years. And Melissa and I, we, we were at multiple different gyms, depending on her job and where she could get to. And one of the gyms we were at, which is very interesting, was a power tumbling gym. And so I have, her and I both have also competed in uh, the 
TNT. It's called TNT for tumbling and trampoline. And it's uh, it's a great way um, for adults as they're aging. We all say, I wish we could compete on, you know, tumble track. And, you know, they have trampoline as one of their events and double mini is one of their other events. So those are a lot less impact. And as you age, um, like I said before, uh, I work with a holistic practitioner. I'm actually married to a holistic practitioner now. And food and nutrition and identifying food allergies. You know, I'll, even, I'll even go as far to say um, like gluten, sugar, dairy. These are highly inflammatory foods. And as an athlete, I am extremely aware of my joints. So I like, I have taken, I, I think I've been gluten-free for about 15, 18 years now. And, and mainly because of the gymnastics and I could always feel it in my shoulder. I could feel it in my elbow. I could feel it in my knees. And once I fully committed to um, healthier style of eating, it takes those aches and pains away. And as, as a gymnast, who doesn't have aches and pains, you know, so that's always something where, you know, I also do a lot of food-based supplementation and I'm, I'm adding lots of healthy fats in and, you know, just lubricating those joints from the inside. I mean, that's something besides the stretching aspect of, you know, that's something that increases your circulation. It gets rid of the lactic acid faster. It can help you know, make you stronger. And as I talked about earlier, strength is your number one, like asset to gymnastics. The stronger you are, the safer you are, period. So like you can handle injuries much easier. You know, you're unaffected by landing on an uneven surface, you know, you have to be real careful you're with an ankle or something. And I mean, you, there's lots of mobility things that you can be working on. I mean, it's, it's so different as an adult and, uh, these gyms I've worked at, I've had some coaches that are much more aware of landings and you have to be careful landing with your shoulders down and landing short on things. Like, yeah, you could take that as a 12 year old to, on your ankles, but as an adult, you know, you have to watch out for Achilles tears. You have to watch out for you know, sprained ankles, you have to watch out for back injuries. There's, I mean, it's a different sport as you age, but that's, what's also great about gymnastics is that as you age, you can adapt your gymnastics. So, I mean, I've competed at level eight as a 36 year old, and I've competed at 42 as an Excel diamond or platinum. I'm, I'm not, I don't even remember, you know, so you can adjust those skills. You can adjust your levels. You can petition down. You know, there's a lot of options as an adult. Yeah, that's such a great point. I love how you mentioned power tumbling and TNT because it, that is not something that is, I think, really taken advantage of as an adult gymnast. I mean, I, I think that's very, that's fascinating. And I don't necessarily know of any gyms near me in Los Angeles that have that option. So I think it's definitely worth any listeners who are interested exploring and like Googling and seeing what's, what's yeah. open because even if, um, 
your body might be able to handle like the regular floor. I don't even know, but I, I, I love the idea of testing it out and just getting the skills back on the tumbling track or the trampoline first before taking it out. Yeah. Like, Cause a lot of just, a lot much of gyms safe, don't have safer environment. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And that was the, that was actually the rule at that one gym I was at, even though I had zero, I mean, I, I saw it in a competition and I was like, I'm doing this, like sign me up. How do I, how do I join? And I was, I was hooked by watching, you know, it power tumbling for those who are not familiar with it. It's a rod floor. So it is a, even though you're tumbling and there's a lot of compaction, it's a springier surface than a normal 40 by 40 um, artistic gymnastics floor. And it's like five feet wide. I think it's 80 feet long. I'm not quite sure. But, you know, you have your foam over the rods. And these, like, power tumblers are so, like, they get power. You can't even think of a better word to describe it than the powerful. And it's just that, I mean, I'm watching, I'm watching teenagers doing eight whips in a row or, you know, seven whips in a row. And. You know, then they're put doing triple twisting double backs. It's like Simone Biles, you know, but on on these floors, I'm I'm watching a, a kid train quadruple backs. You know, what I mean, it's just oh my god. <laughs> the the level of gymnastics, this this gym produced world champions, like consistently pumped out world champions. And I what you know it's one of those where you're you're in practice and you're supposed to be getting ready for your turn you know you're like on balance beam or something and you look over and you're just like (laughs) (laughs) you know your jaw drops and you're you just can't not watch you know because the level of gymnastics that you're you know witnessing in person is just inspiring and confusing and like there's so much twisting and flipping even as someone who is very you know, been in the gym for so long, it was very hard for my brain to go, wait, wait, what? Was that three twists? How many, wait, what? <laughs> was that a half in, a half out? You know, like, cause they're doing like, like Rudy's and then flipping out of them. And it, it was just amazing. And so that, that coach at that, the owner of that gym, his rule was, if you are going to compete artistic, you must compete power tumbling. So that's, that's how I got into the power tumbling. Uh, interesting tidbit, like back now it's becoming much more uh, accepted where adults can wear shorts. So in AAU gymnastics, that's one thing that I always just really encourage people don't take the deduction. You want to wear shorts, take the deduction, you know, just do it. Don't, don't not do gymnastics because you're worried about how your behind looks in a leotard. You know, like no one cares. Just go do the sport, have fun. You know, you've been in the gym practicing this. I also think that routines are a wonderful way to get all of your skills in and keep you focused if you don't have a coach present. So I feel that's that's always my goal and what I recommend to a lot of people. And when I run my, you know, like class, if you want to call it that, is you know, we're doing three routines, warm up with three routines, and then we'll go on and um, work on, you know, open gym stuff or whatever you want to work on, you know, so that it just 
keeps you focused. It makes sure you're, you're building that progression. You're building the strength because, you know, your floor and your beam has your full turn. It has your leaps. So you're, you're working ankle stability, you know, you're working the flexibility and, you know, active flexibility. And so these are things that just help keep you safe and improve your gymnastics overall, because sometimes people get in there and they're like, I want to learn a kip. And so they go to bars and they work on kip, 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 kip. And it's like, oh, wait, well, we got to work on the grip strength. We have to work on, you know, there's a lot of other things than just learning one specific skill. I want to learn a back tuck and they, they, you know, flip into the pit without, you know, just jumping, give me a bunch of bunny hops backwards, push off those ankles, you know, do some box jumps. So that's where the conditioning and the strength really helps improve the gymnastics and give you faster results and keep you, you know, happy with the sport and encouraged because you can learn faster when you're stronger. So many good points you just made. And one thing that stands out to me is what you just said about the benefits of learning routines, because I think a lot of adult gymnasts, and I've definitely done this, gotten super fixated on, I want to get this one skill, but that's the thing about gymnastics or perhaps learning in general. When you learn things and you have three things to learn, you kind of like, you let go of some of that tension, whether it's emotional or physical, and it and you improve the second skill when you add a third skill after it somehow, like it's just, it's sometimes you don't, it doesn't always necessarily make sense intellectually, but that's what happens. But you, if you work like repetitions, like kips over and over and over again, like in my case, like some, at, at a certain point you, you start getting worse. <laughs> you, do, you do. And I, and I see that. And when I work with, you know, when we have our, our adult class, I will say, okay, last one, let's move on. Like, like I, I see that, that, Forming you, a you can teach yourself, you know, bad habits if you want to call it that. Not, I mean, like you can you can be working the improper technique. I mean, I'm always for someone go for it, do as much as you can, and work until you're fatigued because you're building strength. But there's other ways you can still practice that skill without jeopardizing the form and the technique, and you know still stay motivated and not get frustrated that I, I can't do it. And I've already tried 10 of them. And all, also as an adult, <laughs> like as a kid, that's something where it was seemed like that was the magic number. Go do five, go do 10. As an adult, my number is three. Like that's it. Do three and move on. You know, if you're having fun and playing and want to come back to it, that's fine. But, you know, you've already done, I, I'm also huge on visualization. So I've already done so many in my brain and you know you don't don't overdo don't beat a dead horse you know go play have fun if you're getting tired awesome move on to something else yeah one thing i have started doing and it's really helped me and not even i'm not even necessarily sure it's helped me with skills um yet because i've just started doing this but it's helped me kind of stay motivated. I will have a certain number of drills or what have you that I'll do in a certain day for a skill and I'll do it, but I won't track it anywhere. Um, okay. Interesting. Why? Because, Why? <laughs> yeah, because if I, on a f Saturday, if I think and back and, and think, Oh, I did like five every day of this skill 
I have to do six in order to make me feel like I did better today. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And, and then it's, but you, that there's only so many times you can keep improving. You know, we live in a society where it's always about, you have to like improve, but like we just said, like improving, like increasing the number does not necessarily equal improvement. So if you're always comparing to yesterday, I think that's for me has been a challenge because I like, I have loved tracking things, but at the, but then you have to at, like wonder, are you do, are you tracking things because it just, it, it's actually working or because you feel like you've checked a box, like a to-do yeah. list. So yeah. I've had coaches where we have to keep journals in terms of what we did, how many we did. And so that's why I was curious as to why you did not like to track. I feel like I kind of made a game out of it. Like you're saying, check the box. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was, I could, I would give myself stamps. So like, it was like my sticker book. We all had sticker books. It was, you know, little girls. So it was like, here, we'll just so I yeah. put my stamps on there. But I, it was almost like the same thing as the routine. And it, it allowed me to focus on other things instead of remembering, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, and move on, you know? So that's, uh-huh. I, I do think journaling and, you know, writing out lists are good to follow if you don't have a coach to help guide your practice. Because also as an adult, you know, we're pressed for time. So very few people have an open gym format where they can stay for three hours. I, I am one of those, by the way, <laughs> I've, I've, like I said, the gyms awesome. that I saw, I've been so supportive. So like I can go in, I could stay for four hours if I wanted, you know, because you just kind of, you know, it's great for the other kids to watch and see an adult, A, doing the sport, B, doing the conditioning and C, doing the stretching, D, doing the routines. You know, and so then they see an adult doing it. They know they're not the only one that has to do a rope climb or that has to do, you know, a whole bunch of sets of push-ups or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I think that that's so important and so true. Like the cycle of like you were talking about like a few minutes ago about being fascinated by all these like power tumblers and what they're doing. But, you know, we don't always know like how we're inspiring the kids as well. And how that just like, it's going to make the sport in another, in the next generation. Like I, I think it's going to be amazing to see how we don't know how adults doing gymnastics has. I I can legit say it is happening like to me because I'm so (laughs) old and I have been in it for so long. It is like, I literally had at that power tumbling gym, I literally had 15 year old girls helping me learn gymnastics, learn the correct technique, learn the correct form on the trampoline. And, you know, they were coaching me as I'm, I'm in my early thirties and they're, they don't even have a driver's license yet. And I walked into the gym, the, like within the last couple of weeks and there was Jeannie and I was like, Oh my goodness. He like, you coached me how many years ago? And she's now, I don't, I, I can't remember how old she is now. She might be 30. She might be late twenties. I don't know, but <laughs> it, it's very fun. And, and I have these people that I was working out in the gym, you know, as an adult over a decade ago, 
and they're now returning to the sport. Like Leah is another one of those ladies and you know, and it's fun. They're like, you know, I didn't know it was possible, but I always remembered you being in there doing it. And so now that they've left the sport and also, you know, around thirties, you know, coming back into the sport, it's, it's really fun to watch. Well, I want to be cognizant of your time. I know that you have something uh, coming up. Um, where can people find you online? I know you're in the Facebook group and from what I remember, you also run some stretching classes. I do. So there is a Zoom link. I don't know it offhand. Go find it in <laughs> Adult Gymnastics, Just Like Fine Wine. That is the main Facebook group that uh, I am in. I am Farmer Katie Eagle. You can find me. I'm I'm trying to saturate the market right now as Farmer Katie because I'm actually getting ready to move to Tennessee. And uh, we didn't really talk about, uh, we briefed on food, but I think food is such an important aspect of aging and uh, of being healthy in a sport that I actually started my own farm. I started raising my own animals. I started raising my own vegetables. So you can, you can find me Farmer Katie. I'm on YouTube, Instagram. Um, one of my friends, Shannon, even got me in on TikTok. I'm, I'm technically, I think I'm too old for TikTok, but I'm there. Farmer no, Katie. So. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, when, when are your stretch classes? When oh, you- 2 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 2 p.m. There is a Zoom link and we start promptly at 2 and sometimes if I'm not there, start without me. Don't log in too early, but but <laughs> absolutely stretch, stretch, stretch. Do it at home. Do it in a group. You know, find support. It it's, helps build your strength. It helps keep you motivated. You know, it's just do a couple handstands, do a couple push-ups while you're already down on the ground and it's, it, it helps. So come, come join me. That's great. And that's 2 PM Eastern, right? Correct. Okay, great. Well, I'll make sure to include all the links in the show notes so people can find it. Thank you so much, Katie. This is so fun talking to you and learning about your perspective on the sport and your focus on progressions and holistic training and just being creative. I think it's, it's great that you were able to return to the sport after such a long break. I mean, it's super Im- impressive and inspiring. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I've actually been in gymnastics longer as an adult than I was as a child. <laughs> that's amazing. I think I just got chills when you said that. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Better Late. 